Goodbye Horses by from uh, Sounds of the Lambs, where Buffalo Bill's like, would you fuck me? I'd, I'd fuck, fuck me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to War of the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Anthony. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. I've got a lot of stuff up in the brain right now that I need to, I need to get out, well, let's get just up get and get something. Do, uh, do we, you want to do the, the, what do we want to do? You want to do the Bucks? You want to do the Rays? You want to do the Lightning? Because I know you, I know you got a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, let's do the Bucks, man. I, I we didn't do a rapid reaction. Here's, so it's here's, been, it's here's been stewing. Here's, here's a couple of things right off the bat. Okay, when John Gruden came into the, the Buccaneers in 2002, he came into a team that had just made three straight playoff appearances. Okay, uh, he came into the number one defense in the league, arguably a, a top three defense in the league when he took it over. Okay, uh, I, I, I don't want to hear any more of this whole. Well, we're just waiting for Gruden to come in, and and, and everybody thinks that Gruden's going to come in and fix everything like he did last time. Like this team is somehow comparable to the Buccaneers of the 2001 or from 99 to 2002. Fuck no. It's going to be a big shit show if he comes in. Like it'll it'll just get like there's no way he's going to come in and magically fix everything and it's it's First of all, shut up about that. Second of all, Simeon Rice, uh, fuck, I fuck off all the way. Fuck all the way off with Simeon Rice. All this talk, like I'm so. Well, what do we have to lose? I don't know. Football games? Maybe we maybe we might lose a couple football games. <laughs> Call me crazy. Shut the fuck up. I don't like I, like Simeon Rice. Uh, We've fallen back to our safety blanket as Bucks fans. I know. The Super Bowl team. Yeah, everybody wants the <laughs> Super Bowl team to come back. We're like, when the Redskins brought Joe Gibbs back and they thought they were going to be the fucking 80 Redskins again. No, it's just, it's, oh, I said Redskins. Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it's, just calm down, everybody. Calm down. I, uh, to be quite honest with you, I was not aware that, John Gruden, the John Gruden thing was a thing until you talked about it. I feel it. like it's a thing every year, but I've seen it a lot this year. Not and like I do know that he wants to get back into coaching yeah. apparently, but why would it be here? He'll never coach again. He's got a, he's got the sweetest gig, and all he can do if he goes back to coaching is just sully his his golden reputation. He has a great reputation. He went out with a winning record in the Bucks. We were nine and seven, and we and he got fired. And so he's got. Didn't now, they have like a losing streak or something? Wasn't that why? Uh, a four game, yeah, yeah. An embarrassing four game losing streak that started after we fucking blew it all to the Panthers. Win one game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the Monty Quiff. Anyways. Uh, yeah, if, if, if it's going to be the Barry Melrose or the uh, who's the guy that went the Bobby Valentine effect if they go back, it's just it's the, he's not going to do as well, and he's just going to just tarnish what his the reputation that he has now. Like right now, he can boast about on ESPN like I got fired, I, I did that, and I got fired. <laughs> I tell you what, like no, if, if he goes back, that's all out the window, and, and who knows if ESPN ever brings him back after that? I don't think Bobby Valentine's on baseball tonight anymore, is he? I don't think so. Yeah, and Barry. I guess they they still wheel Barry Melrose out, but who else do they have? <laughs> yeah, him and John Butchikros, and that's it. Barry Melrose had Wayne Gretzky on his team when yeah. he was the Kings coach. It's true. Oh, you were good. Oh, your team was good with Wayne Gretzky. No fucking way, dude. No way, Barry. Interesting. He had the Gretzky coffee combo, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting that when you came here, you were shit. Obligatory. What a young team that wasn't built, just like John Gruden would ha- would walk into with the Bucks. Yeah, you're it's exactly the same right. Situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, great. Yeah, like the the pieces are there in place. There's a lot of great talent on the team still. When has John Gruden been known for developing talent, Kyle? Uh, 
I would venture to say that he has never been known for developing talent. In okay. fact, we had the oldest team in the league because he valued veterans so much that he just brought Charlie Gardner and Jeff Garcia, and Jake Galloway. Plummer, Joey Galloway. Yeah, he uh, he he loved Plummer. I forgot about that. Yeah, he has a, he doesn't develop new talent. Like I, everybody, like they 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 trot him out there for Gruden's QB camp because he's suddenly some great evaluator of talent. He's never ever developed young talent there name one young guy that 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 flourished under gruden one cadillac until he got hurt yeah cadillac and he didn't really okay, even develop him he was just good he was just right. good yeah, yeah he just happened to be good michael clayton though look what happened to michael michael clayton nothing like there's just I'm trying to think did we who who did we draft under gruden that ended up being successful nobody we had some of the worst drafts under gruden that uh, that gruden i can and, uh, ever see at the time bruce allen yeah yeah he would do. Green would do nothing to fix his team. It'd be a fucking. It'd be a joke. Yeah, I don't see uh, how that would be. Well, actually, how that would be a good fit, and and maybe in some ways, I guess, because like he's definitely got the offensive pieces, and I still think he's he was a good offensive mind. He made us look competent on offense. Let me let me just try to justify this for a second here, because now you got Jameis going into year four, right? Uh-huh. His contract uh, year, by the way. We know that J- his contract year. We know that Jameis does not. He can't hit the deep ball. He just can't. He just he can't. I don't think he ever will be able to hit a deep ball. So oh, what, Kyle, what that better? Doesn't matter because we still have the number one ranked top passing offense. We do have the number one. But what better? What better offense to put him in than the, the John Gruden West Coast offense? Who could handle all that verbiage? Why Jameis Winston sure could. I mean, he's a, he's a student of the game. He'd, 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 he'd put <laughs> and the here time comes in. the heel turn from Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of warming up to the idea. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle just hit Dirk with the steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting a promo this whole time. Yeah. trying to be. Dirt cutter, there, there you go. Oh God, I, yeah, it, the 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 Jameis thing. Where I, I'm, you're not allowed to say bad things about Jameis ever. Is what is what the deal is. I understand he had a great game and he was not the problem this last no, game. He had a fantastic game. Had a great second half. Yeah, we um, should have won that game. We should have won that game. But you're not allowed to say any bad thing about him. Any. I'll tell you this. This upcoming draft, it better be defensive heavy. Oh my god! Because I still pe- see still people like, dude, we should take Saquon Barkley in the first round. Yeah, a running back, huh? Yeah, that's that's his, uh, that's the. He, I get that he's extremely good, and yeah, would he help this offense? Oh yeah, tremendously. But our defense is shit, bro. Like our corners are bad, and now that Grimes is hurt, like apparently he was a purport. Apparently he didn't practice today. No, di- are you serious? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's fuck. That'd be that's devastating. We, we we have nobody else besides Nico Snapchatting like he's done after this year. Like yeah, oh yeah, I knew that much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Is this? It's kind of like a mirror image of last season, like with the with the def- with how bad the defense is. I, I I don't ever see them getting it together because it's just. And, I don't feel like all the pieces are there. I just I I feel like the cupboard's pretty bare in some key spots, like. No yeah. Spence hasn't taken that step that we expected. Correct. And that's hurt the yep. defensive line tremendously, I think, as long with Ayers not looking like he did last year and Baker kind of being a non-factor. So they're just doubling and tripling McCoy so it's, again. Once again, it's just McCoy, yeah. Yeah, it's that's just it. McCoy and a bunch of jabronis, basically. Linebackers have been good when they're healthy, I think. Quan and Levante and, and Beckwith. Beckwith has been nice this year. He's made some plays, and he filled in decently when those guys were gone. 
but then you just start going backwards. Like it, it, the cor- corners have been terrible. Vern looked better in the slot, but I mean, I don't think we have anybody on the outside. No. And then safety wise, I don't get the obsession with TJ Ward. I get. Am I, I alo- am, get it. am I alone here? I've never gotten it. Obviously, I've never gotten obviously it. they're seeing something where they're like, yeah, oh, this guy's definitely not like an every down. And like people are like, yeah, it's an obsession with Chris Conti. More than it's against T.J. Ward, and I'm like, I, I just don't, I don't know about that, bro. Feel like Ward is good. I don't feel like he's. I feel like he's good in certain situations. I feel like he's good, like coming up to the line and making plays, like making tackles. But you know, it's I, like Mark Barron almost. I say what you will about Steve Dumag, but there's one thing that I will always take away that I'll, I'll always remember that he said, and he he continues to say is like, there's a there is a 100 percent reason why. That guy is a free agent, especially that late in the year. You know, they they they, they dropped him before the preseason, I think, or like mid preseason, and then we picked him up. Um, yeah, there's a big reason why he's not playing for the Denver Broncos anymore. It's because they they took a look at him. They're like, hey, this guy's probably not that good anymore, and or, or he just doesn't work out in the scheme. I don't know. I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't see the hype. It's, it's the guy. Uh, the just, guy was toast on a couple of plays to some dude that they just picked up from Largo. Like they like from, <laughs> literally. Like it's like, hey, this guy's gonna play on wide receiver this week, and he just destroys us. I don't even know his name. I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get a lot of this fan perception right now. I don't I don't. Get, it's just a weird season so far. It, it's kind of like last season. Like the how it's how last season started. Offense is doing offense is. Uh, is, I think every game the offense is going to start slow. I think that's just the, that's just just the, way, the it way it is. It is yeah. yeah. It, and uh, the I've, rushing attack has been terrible. It has been. Like yeah. even like Martin's made Martin's going. definitely like juiced it a little because he can make something out of nothing a lot of the times. But like they just they're not, we're not breaking off any big runs. Like, no. it, it, like we're just getting like maybe to. five six yards is like our best run. Like. That's maybe that's the key to it all because I, they're just keying on the pass. Yeah, well, the second half, the the, the Bucks are they got to come out passing, and our passing offense is just so good that it just makes up, it makes up for what a running offense lacks. I think that I think we're somewhere like mid tier bottom of the league running rushing wise, but passing we're, we're second. I think we're like thirty first. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's because we're, all, we're uh, playing maybe from that's behind. Why people talk about drafting a running back, but like, I don't know, bro. It's but when you like, like okay, this the okay. We've how many games have we had garbage time with? Uh, I think two so far, right? The the Cardinals, Cardinals game, game and, and uh, the Patriots game was kind of garbage time towards the end. Yeah, I mean it was still close, but like they were definitely playing off. It's just it just gets to a point in the second half where we just we're forced to pass and it's and we just rack up all these passing yards. Uh, but I still think they're good. I think I like I like legitimately like they they played well the last two games, uh, and. They're far from what our problem is, and like the, the here's the interesting thing about what I uh, about this week, um, you hear a lot of defensive players come out in the media, like T.J. Ward and Chris Baker, and I think Jerry McCoy even said something in the media. They come out in the media and they talk about their their playing time or lack thereof or, or what they're dissatisfied with, uh, and you would expect like a like a a, a team. Uh, what are we two and four or two, or, or two and four? Are, yeah, two and four. You'd expect, you'd expect a two and four team. Like that's what you'd expect. But it's a little frustration. It's funny how you don't hear that from the offensive side. Like, well, I don't. I feel like the offense is doing their job for the most part. They though. are doing their job, and I think they 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 hold each other accountable. I think you have clear leaders in like Mike Evans and and of course Jameis Winston. You have you have two clear leaders on offense. How that, many points do we score this week? I don't know. Look it up real quick. Yeah. 
Buccaneers, Bills. I guess we'll play the the highlights. But you got guys on the offensive side. 27. Of 27. That should be enough to win you some games. For sure. So I don't think you – I, I, yeah, I think the offense definitely has places to improve, but I don't think – they really have anything to be frustrated about, if that makes sense. They've 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 been pretty consistent this year, and OJ Howard, by the way, came out of a shell in this game. Yeah, that's for sure. He had a nice game, and I, I can help the offense right now. Okay, if you want to start fast, just first first play of the game. Call the OJ Howard wide the fuck <laughs> open play. Just call that one. There you go. Boom. That play Touchdown. works so well. Yeah. <laughs> I love that play. I mean, it's a great only, play. We've only called it. Or it's only, well, I'm. We say that, but we probably called it a few more times and it didn't work. Yeah. And then you just show, but like the times where it works, it's like the dude's open by like 30 yards. It's just like, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's, I, it's, like, even like James, he, he winded up to go past. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going deep. And I'm like, oh. If you missed that. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking laugher. You literally throw it five yards behind him and he'd still have time to go back and catch it. Like, <laughs> so, so there you go. Just call that play. First play of the game. Boom. We're out to a seven point lead. Let's go. By the way, um, Jameis really isn't throwing in practice, which means his shoulder is probably still not yeah. 100%. So definitely be on the lookout when the offseason comes around for like Jameis Winston having shoulder surgery oh, today. Yeah, like that's, that, be, that's yeah. going to be the whole. They're just that, or maybe like if the team really implodes, they just shut them down early. Because I don't think that's going to heal. And because we don't have a bye week until. Yeah. When. We don't. We don't have a bye yeah. week. So like. That's see this the this season was almost doomed from the start with the whole the whole bye week. I hate I like I didn't want to say it at the time, but like you had you had a bad you just had a whole bad feeling about that that bye week coming when it did. And yeah, this is just he's just gonna be playing through pain, which which is and gonna, his throwing shoulder, which makes it even worse. Yeah, and if he's not throwing in practice, that means the offense is gonna start even slower than it than it usually does. I mean, which rightfully so. I mean, it's he's not he's not throwing a whole lot. God damn! And I'm sure that doesn't help when when Donovan Smith completely blows a block and uh, James gets blindsided and fumbles. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, here's the other thing. Okay, look. Okay, good, goods and bad. So can I talk a little bit bad about Jameis? Because he did have there. There was two interceptions that were dropped this game. Like not even dropped. Deshaun Jackson had to rip the ball away from the defender. Like he had it in his hands, and then Mike Evans basically had to play DB. They we, weren't drops. We could the receivers easily, bailed him out. Like <laughs> easily blown the fuck out of this game. Oh yeah, and by the way, I don't think he gets talked about enough. But Tyrod Taylor is very good. He is good. I, and I know we're bad, like, defensively, especially against the pass, but, like, he's extremely good on the move and in the pocket, too. Like, I, I like him. He's he's fun to watch. Yeah. I you know, I don't mind so much losing to the Bills because you never play them, and uh, they're on the up. And Are they on the up? Or you, are we just <laughs> are we just bad? They're 4-2. I mean, they are. They play in a tough division. but And I, they I, get a lot of takeaways, too. Yeah. Which we oh, we don't fucking do. Fucking that's the other thing. You know the announcer right before they like they talks about how the 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 uh, Bills defense leads the league and and scoring touchdowns or or you know scoring and like right after Adam Humphreys fumbles that ball, I'm like, oh well, fuck. <laughs> that was an that was so embarrassing. Like I like I love that like we Jameis brought us back in the in the the uh, the final minutes of the which by the way. By the way, he's done that twice this year now, okay? And, and that's that's one that was one of our big knocks on him last year is that he could never do that. Now he's done it twice. So, I mean, it, uh, 
you know, there you go. There, there's your, there's your step forward if you, if you want to call it that. I mean, he's he was never able to do that until you know he did that once against the Giants and then yep didn't do it at all. Now he's you know he's he's kind of Mister Reliable in the fourth quarter. You know he's gonna he's gonna be there. Yeah, and then uh, and then the defense decided to give up a big pass and, and then fucking, fucking bad hit on it too. What a joke! Here's hey, O.J. Howard, yeah. wide the fuck open, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay, Howard looks like he's going to be a fucking beast, by the way. I think I saw Greg Allman. He tweeted something today about he's on pace to to uh, match uh, Mike Ditka and Rob Gronkowski for touchdowns in his in their rookie years. I think I think both of them had six, and he's on pace to like to to hit that. Jeez. Yeah. By the way, Rob Gronkowski out again for the rest of the year. Really? Yeah, he tore his. Uh, I think he uh, tore his knee up. That's that's just. He's he's such a big dude. And he plays such a tough position. You're like you're you're the you're like a offensive lineman hybrid, blocking, catching. Like the tight end does it all. So like yeah, it, get, tight end sees a lot, like as as much or more action than the running back. I just feel like that dude's one of those dudes that's built in such a weird way. Yeah, that he's just prone to injuries. If that makes sense, like he's such a big dude, but he lumbers so much and like. His movement is not fluid in any way, and it's—I it's, don't know how to explain it. I just feel like I just feel like dudes. Are, some dudes are built a certain way where they're just more prone to injury, mm-hmm. just by the way their body is like put together and stuff like that. You ever hear uh, you ever hear Von Miller talk about Rob Gronkowski of how he's just like the perfect storm. He like he hates playing against them because he's just like he's. What do you do again? You know what do yeah. you do? Yeah, a tight end that looks like that that can run like that. And yeah. it's like. I mean, he's. I mean, if, of course, the Patriots don't give a fuck, so they're probably just going to cut him. And yeah, then the Bucks will sign him, and we'll have Cam Braid, OJ Howard, fuck, and no, Rob we got we got, <laughs> we got a great between Cam, Cameron Braid, Mister Third Down, Mister you know Mister Reliable, and OJ Howard, who appears to be a freak of nature. Man, I, of course, the Patriots will find another white tight end in like the third round that because he goes on to be an All Pro and stuff like that. So. Yeah. The, 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 this this offense has a lot of oh, that play. Uh, that play just drives me nuts. I got so upset. I was like, you fuckers, you blew it again. You goddamn sons of bitches. I was beside myself in this play. I think I believe, oh, well, this play, I hadn't lost a hope yet, but definitely when we gave up that first down on the ensuing drive by the, uh, um, was it a draw play or something? Yeah, shit? it was the draw play on the, on the drive by the offense. They, they, it, was, it was third and nine and they do, they, they ran a fucking cute or a, a, a running back. I think this is, this is it. it. Yeah. They run like a oh, fake yeah. draw. Like a fake, one yeah. missed tackle, two missed tackle, three, four, five missed tackles on the fucking play. Uh this could, de- defense is, is could have held them at a range where the field goal was not automatic. I fucking hate this. De- this is the worst defense. I, I, well, I don't even want to say the worst, but it's just it's this, can we just like it's embarrassing combine this year's offense and 2002's defense. In the one team, maybe I don't. I know, Maybe. right? First step, Simeon Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Second step, Rondé Barber. He looks like he can still play. Yeah, and then they do the whoop. Third step, the Derek whoop, Brooks, whoop, who probably breaks whoop. a hip at this point. War, get Warren Sapp out of whatever jail he's in. Donovan Smith's pretty quick. I was going to say, Donovan Smith yeah, had some moves. Like, on this last, like, like uh, Squeard bullshit play. <laughs> this was actually pretty impressive until we started going backwards. <laughs> yeah. There's there's one time that like it it will actually work one time. 
It's kind of fun to see, though. Like, this is how... Uh, this is just schoolyard stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking around with your friends. Look at them. And then I'm sure I'm sure what happened is like a, some somebody went like way up, way deep and they were yeah. just like all right I'm just going to stop. That's what I would do if I was a safety or something I just like as soon hey. as that shit started happening just like run back to the goal line and just stand there. Yeah. And like all right. <laughs> that's what they do. They're just distra- that's why we had so much space like they don't go at you. They just wait for them to, for you to run at them. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was the uh that was a Buffalo game. What a fucking shit show. Defense the, the, the um what the kind of defense we need? They were the they were the defense we needed in the first half. I mean, they 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 still gave up a lot of huge chunks of yardage, but they at least kept us in the game, and and they they kept the the, the Bills to three points instead of seven. Yeah, uh, I think the defense just needs to kind of weather that storm in the in the first half of like okay, keep the keep us in the game. Offense is going to be starting slow, and then once the second half rolls around, you know. We got they got to win ball games. I do. I, I the offense steps up in the second half. Defense just takes a, a giant shit. I just don't think you're gonna win a lot of games when your defense is this bad. No. Well, speaking of winning games, we got the Carolina Panthers coming up. The so Carolina Panthers. I th- I think that uh, Anthony and I need to get us some the keys to the game. An hour before we're doing the no pants dance. <laughs> Time to musk up. Never ceases to amaze me. What cologne are you gonna go with? London gentleman or wait? No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. No. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. It stings the nostrils in a good way. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. Okay. My first key to the game is is uh, Carolina famous for their barbecue, of course. And they're famous for like a mustardy kind of kind of barbecue sauce. So, so my first key to the game is <laughs> we got to bring the mustard. We gotta bring the mustard, put it on the ribs, slather it on nice and hard, and uh, no, actually, actually, no, fuck that, fuck their mustard. This is we're gonna bring up the southern sweet molasses barbecue sauce. You know, we're gonna we gotta cut the mustard. That's what it is. We gotta cut the mustard. That's my first key of the game. My key of the game is that we gotta ask Cam Newton. We gotta get our cheerleaders to ask Cam Newton about routes. Oh boy, yeah, that, that, that kind of died away. Get him flustered, pretty quickly. be like, "What? What? What is happening?" Yeah, because that girl had racist tweets. That's why it died pretty quickly. So, oh really? Yeah. So they like, they like canceled each other out, and everybody's like, "Hey, it's just good." Of course. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> That's my key to the game. Gotta, yeah. Got to get I, the cheerleaders to ask Cam Newton about routes. <laughs> no, she did not have racist tweets. She did. did. She? Oh my god! What fucking world like, are we talking living about? In? Her dad, like. Calling people like the N word. No. Like yes. <laughs> no. Jesus. This is uh this is gonna be a, a a game here, and this it's a game we could win. Carolina Panthers are are very hurt. Very hurt. It's the and they got and they got they get <laughs> they'd only scored three points against the Bears last week. Yeah. Them proving the Chicago Bears that Bears. we des- that we fucking destroyed. Yeah. The Bears. Yeah. The Bears aren't the same team as they were when we killed them. So, I don't know. 
I, like I've said the last two weeks, this feels like a winnable game. It's at home, but who, what the fuck do I? Would do? not be surprised if we blow it. Yeah, exactly. Would not be surprised at all. Not I mean, at, at this all. point, I, this at this point, I'm in fuck not you mode bit. with the season. I'm just, it's I mean, just like, hey, the division isn't very good this year, so we still it's have not. a chance. That's that's the thing. Yeah, we got to win the divisional games. I mean, we can afford to lose against an, a couple AFC opponents in a row here. So, uh, you know, it might be time. This, this the, the 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 season's up. The mood is right. Uh, Paul McCartney song, beat the Panthers. That's what I say. Boom. Boom. Cool. So I want to change topics. Change topics. So I, I heard this on another podcast, but so I st- but I looked into it more. So this is a playoff format that I've never heard of before. This is in the SPHL, which is the Southern Hockey League, and they've started a thing called the Challenge Round. The Challenge Round is the first round of the playoffs. The top Three seeds get to pick their opponents. So the f- oh, number one overall seed gets to go. Well, we think that eighth seed is better than than we th- than uh than they're they're seeding their points. So we want the seventh seed instead. Mm-hmm. D- how do you think that would translate to other sports? And like, think about like the storylines that would create. Because, like, let's say, all right, for instance, like, let's put it in NHL terms. The Lightning get the number one overall seed in the Eastern Conference, and the Ottawa Senators are the eighth seed. But the Lightning had a really bad year against the Ottawa Senators. They just had their number. So right. they picked the seventh seed instead. I would always go for the, the lower seed. <laughs> but can you imagine the questions in the press conferences, like, after they pick them? Like, why would you guys pick them? Uh they, they kind of suck. Like that, that'd be the that'd be, the, the, other, and then that'd be you, the only response you could have. Like, can you imagine the shit talking on Twitter? Like, yeah, that's right, bitch. You didn't want to play you, us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, you you didn't pick us. Yeah. Like, think about like that. That would be cool. That would be kind of cool. And it would actually like create like an incentive more than just being the underdog. Like that's bulletin board material for the yeah. locker room. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like they picked us, they want to play us. Do you, and as a fan, would like I like I said before, do you would you rather your team, like do you want your team to play the top seed, get the top seed out of the way? Let's like let uh, you know steamroll them, and then let's let's go on to the weaker opponents as we go longer into the season. Right. Let's say let's say someone's hurt, but they'll only be hurt for the first round. Right. So you can uh, pick yeah. them. Be like, oh, you, you're not going to have your number one defenseman for this round. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's that'd be that's tough. Yeah, I, I mean that that puts more paramount on the end of the season and like really getting those those top seeds. Right. So you kind of like, yeah, you you, you kind of have like playoff hockey and to the, to the last or, or playoffs or playoffs. The other the other way around was like, let's say they knocked you out last year. Yeah. And you want revenge. So yeah. you can automatically give your team more incentive. They're in like the, the bottom round. seed. You're like, fuck, come on, baby. Yeah, let's yeah, exactly. go. And they still beat you. You're like, fuck. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. If a number one seed picks picks a team and then that team beats them, beats them. that sucks even more than just losing to a low seed. Like, you picked those guys. You yeah. did the scouting, <laughs> and they came in and beat you. Yeah, imagine like, like if imagine if they did it with like the March with March Madness, and like the number one seed gets like picks the number what thirty one seed. Yeah, and just like they beat them like Duke like if Duke gets beaten by like James Madison. James Universe. Madison, yeah, Hobart <laughs> College. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I, I'm I'm all for I, that. I'm just down for for more goofy things in sports. Well, not so much goofy, just more fun things. Yeah, like more, more, 
like not just like the same old like all right one through eight one plays eight two plays seven you know no like make it interesting like yeah like i i make and that's some strategy involved too like because then you're like scouting teams like who's hurt like who's not playing well like like let's say i don't know for instance like the habs like carrie price blows his knee out with three games to go mm-hmm. and they're the number two seed and you're the number one seed and you're like huh Maybe I want the Habs now. Maybe, maybe they got their backup in. Maybe we want them in the first round now. I don't see. I don't know what I would do. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. In like in that case, but like I, I just don't know. Like, would I take the? What it, would you take? Just full, like just assume that the two teams are at full strength. Okay, you got you got your full strength teams playing one another. All all teams. Do you want the first seed? team do you want the top seed or do you want the bottom seed team do you want to like to make your path easier do you want to just go as you go on in the playoffs it gets easier i would argue that your team is never in the playoffs especially in like hockey your team is never going to be as healthy as they are in the first round for the if you go deep into the Mm. run like by the cup final everybody's banged up yeah. Usually, like everybody's hurt. So you play the best team. So first? you want that first team in the opening round, maybe that best team. I mean, yeah, I think maybe because you'll be at the your best. You're probably your fullest strength. Or on the opposite end, let's say, let's say Victor Hedman's hurt, but he's only going to be hurt for the first round. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd pick a weak team at that point, like the weaker team. And you're like, okay, let's put let's try to play somebody where maybe we don't need Victor Hedman as much this round. Yeah. And you try to get through that round and get to the next one and then get him back and get him healthy. And then you have a fresh Victor Hedman going up against a better team, probably. Do you think that – do you think hockey is – yeah, hockey for sure. It would work in hockey. I don't know if it would work in other sports. Well, I'm just saying that, like, hockey playoffs are, like, the most grueling. They got to oh, be, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They go on for so long. Well, basketball maybe, too. Basketball and hockey, yeah, they're always hand in hand. different. Yeah, basketball's a lot more less contact. And usually, like, first round's, like, the Golden State Warriors kill somebody by, like, sweep them 4-0 and kill them by, like, 50 points each game and arresting their guys and all that. Because, like, in basketball, usually the bottom seeds are, like, 500 or below. Yeah. Like, they're usually pretty terrible teams that just happen to squeak in. With hockey, you're, you're, pl- you're playing hard Everybody's all the time. pretty good, usually. And then just, like, having gone through, like, we've, we've gone through a few deep cup runs and you just yeah, you just know from experience like how banged up the entire team Tyler is. Tyler Johnson's wrist was destroyed by the time we got to the Cup final. Yeah, he's still playing, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. like think of, and it always happens in hockey. Like as soon as the season ends, you find like out five guys are getting surgery like within the next like two weeks. Like and you just find out that like someone was playing with a broken foot. Like Eric Carlson played in the Easter Conference final last year, missing a bone in his ankle. Ugh. How did what? Did he just take it out like a chicken bone? Like the way, like just no, they took it out and then just wrapped the shit out of it. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it takes, man. Yeah, that if you want to win a cup, that's what it takes. It's stupid. It's really stupid because you're definitely sacrificing your body at that point, and those injuries are going to linger with you. Yeah, I, I, I've told this story before on the show, and, I, and I'll tell it again. Like it, Wayne Gretzky always has a story about the year he lost the uh, Stanley Cup final to the, I think he was playing for the Oilers or something. Yeah. Are you looking for your phone? No, my keys. Are your keys? Yeah. Oh. But he was he was playing the in the uh, the Stanley Cup final, and he oh, there they are. he lost, 
and he he passed by the visitors locker locker room and he expected to hear like jubilation cheers everybody going crazy but like it was silent because they're like they're all taking ice baths and i'm like oh god because <laughs> <laughs> like and then that's what, how he knew like that's what it that's what it takes to be the best yep it's hockey man is it's one of those sports where it just kicks the ever-living shit out of the guys who play it yeah and like yeah you would think oh they get rests and stuff between shifts but like if you're victor Hedman. Or like a top line guy, you're not resting too much in the playoffs. Like no. you're not sitting on the bench for very long. Like play. they're trying to get you on the ice as much as possible. Play for me. <laughs> well, we're at, we're on hockey. So do you want to talk about the, the how great the Lightning have been doing? Eight, eight, one and one. Yeah, the best. I think the best start in team history. Uh, they're on fire, dude. They, they like uh, been up and down in terms of how they've actually played some of these games. Like I, I, I the Carolina game, they kind of got like skated around but they just happened to find the back of the net more than they did but yeah. like it's hard to ignore like an 8-1-1 start like they've been playing well they beat some and they beat some really good teams in that in that slate too it hasn't been just like a week scheduled uh i don't know man i'm I, i'm impressed in some ways and still kind of frustrated in others when it comes to personnel decisions yeah but well this isn't gonna but last. i don't think you can it's not it's they'll come back down that. to earth yeah yeah it's, but it's like it's it's like playing seven hundred baseball. You know, yeah. it's, you're not going to keep playing seven hundred baseball. It's it's no, just eventually it's just they're going to have like a couple losses in a row or a little slide or whatever. But like I said last week, like if you bank the points early, you can weather those storms. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. I think that's that's uh, that, that's a big difference in this year than the last two years. Is that last two years we came out struggling big time. Like we yeah. we maybe won the first game or something, but like struggled big time and. Now we're just we're just picking up points, and that's a fucking that's huge later because it's all going to come crashing down. Some this this whole high of like hey one and one, that'll you know we'll come back down to earth. Uh, but the the upside to that is we got the points. We we went on got yeah, points. Yeah, you can't take them away just because yeah. the team got on a little slide. You still yeah. got the points. Uh, the vision outside of us in Toronto doesn't look extremely strong, so like it's pretty much should be a foregone conclusion that barring a horrible rash of injuries, which we had last year. Uh, they should make the playoffs for sure. You know, I th- that would be great. You know, I, I don't think that's even a still very early though. Yeah. But like super early, just looking at the division right now, you know, you would either be top three in the division or wild card. They should be there. I think Montreal makes the playoffs. They look terrible. They look so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sergachev would be their leading scorer right now, which is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love when so they're great. bad. It's so good. So great. And it's so funny to me that because like their their account like tweets out tweets in French and English. And it's just it's just funny to like watch the tweets go by and it's just in a language I don't understand, but then you just see like five one loss or something like that in English. <laughs> you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I, that's 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 a quirky thing about Montreal that I, that I do sort of like with like when Jeroen went to Montreal, he did statements in French and English. Yeah, it's crazy to think. I like love the, what Sergachev said about Jeroen, which is what they, what they just wanted a Francophone. Oh, what? Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Did he just did he throw some shade at him? Well, early like in during like I think it was an interview during either like development camp or something like that. Yeah. They uh they asked him about like you know, I, I forget what the question was, but he he basically said like cuz he's Russian and they wanted a Frenchie. 
Yeah. Is basically what he was saying. And he called yeah. him France a phone, which is pretty funny. Sergachev's <laughs> yeah. got some some swag to him. You know, like what it. what is what is with that? Well, I'm sorry, I, not to not to derail your Sergachev thing, but like, why do they need to have uh, like all a French coach? The French coach, yeah, they yeah. need to have the French coach and the French Canadian players. You know, that's, you know, remember when Lacavia was? Oh, Lacavia is going to go back to uh, French Canada. It's the same thing with Toronto. It's like is it it's, really? it's a well, they're not French, but like no, I, but I know what you're saying. Like yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. It's it's. It's the good old hockey boys. It's Canada. Interesting. It's every time, because there's so that's okay, so prevalent. So like, if you look at the pockets of talent, like obviously a lot of it's in Canada. Like a lot of the players that are drafted, you know, either European or Canadian most of the time, and then Americans too. So like, those are your three like talent pools in Russian. Mm-hmm. So four talent pools. So, like, a lot of guys grow up playing hockey in Toronto or grow up playing hockey in Montreal or grow up playing hockey in Ottawa or Calgary. So every time these guys get drafted and then when their contract year comes up, it's like, he's coming home, bro. Yeah. He's coming home, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. I watched him play Little League No hockey other sport here. is like that. It's not. No. Nobody gives a fuck about your hometown. Yeah. Like, maybe in baseball, like, a veteran at the end of his career, like, goes home for one year. I don't know where like I a Tino Martinez. I have or no idea like where that. Clayton Kershaw is from. I don't know where Justin Verlander is you from. Goddamn, I like, know where Steven Stamkos and yeah, John Tavares are for from. For sure, fucking Toronto. For sure, Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. or the Greater Toronto. Yeah, you know area. the guy. You know the yeah. U.S. guys. You know the Russian guys. You know the Swedish guys. You know that like that's like a big thing. Like, and I guess it is a big thing because it's like a it's like the only true multinational sport in, in America. Yeah. Uh, basketball a little bit. I think basketball more recently has, has gotten multinational, but hockey, it's always been that way. And now the Leafs are good. It's even worse because before it was like, okay, like, yeah, maybe he'll come home, but like, why would he? The team is terrible. But now, but now like, the team's really good. So now it's like, oh, of course he's coming home. We got the cap space. The team's good. He can come win a cup. It's, it's, you don't know that. Yeah. Like you, you don't know that those guys even want to come home. Like how many like Ken is so thirsty like you, for that cup. Think about all the kids that go to college and then realize that like my hometown sucks. Like yeah. I don't want to go home. Yeah. Like I like it here. Like that's what happened to Steven Samkos. Like Steven Samkos came to Tampa. He was like, This is fucking great. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, this is like, like, hey, check it out. It doesn't fucking snow here. Like Dude, I bought a hospital wing. You yeah. know how much it costs? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> this place is great. There's no taxes. <laughs> like yeah. income tax. Like it's great. Like Okay, at some point, yes, some big star is probably going to go home to Toronto because the team is good now and it makes sense and maybe he likes Toronto. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. but when does it ever happen? Well, Drew in. Drew he in. got traded. Yeah. I mean, he didn't sign in Montreal. He got traded to Montreal and then signed with them. But I just I don't get I don't get it. You don't know these guys personally. None of us do. You Coming don't know home, what bro. they're thinking. You don't know how they feel. Maybe they've grown a connection with the franchise that drafted them. I don't know. That tends to happen. Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I was. I, I keep forgetting about that sweetheart Hedman deal we got. And Kucherov too, probably. I hope so. I hope. That's if we can get him at eight point five, I will be ecstatic. Maybe. But the way he's playing right now, <laughs> I think we're getting close to 10, well, 10 million. million. <laughs> Especially because he already took that bridge deal. Damn it. 
why is he so good? I love it. Can't you just be bad for like a month no, before your contract? Shut up, shut for, up. for like a yeah. month before your contract. <laughs> like, <laughs> be, yeah, put a little doubt in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, how much time do we got? I think we're, we've been going for a while. Oh, shit. <laughs> 39. I thought we were in like an hour already. Jesus Christ. I th- Here's another thing I think with when it comes to hockey is that uh, I think the Olympics play a big de- uh, part of that, too. Where you have like that the national that pride national thing. pride, yeah, that yeah. was such a huge thing. So it's 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 people think about that. They think about like you know where the where the people are from. It's makes sense. I want to be where the people are. All right, so I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about. Yeah, Jim Hickey uh, or the the Cubs fired their pitching coach. pitching coach. Funny how that works. Interesting. <laughs> Tampering. I wonder what's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You think, do you think, oh, uh, mutual parting of ways, was it? Was it? Yeah. Or the Cubs already like, hey. I think Hickey's like, dude, I'm tired of being here. We know you're under contract, but. Our team sucks. I just, he's like, I need to get out of here, dude. I need to get out of here so bad. Hey, Charlie Montoya is a bench coach now. I like that. I, do. I think I, I he's definitely going to get hired for a manager spot at some point. If you could go back in time, did we talk about this already, or did it, did I put this on Twitter? But like, if you could, oh no, I did it on I did it on the uh, like when it, when it was just me by myself. But like, if you can go back in time to that manager search where it was Raul Ibanez, it was Charlie Montoya, it was Davey Kevin Martinez. Cash, Davy Martinez, and then there was the guy from Kansas City, Raul Ibanez. No, 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 the guy like not the player, but the the bench coach. Um, I don't know. Oh shit! Uh, the guy the Rangers hired, maybe. No, his name is. He's a well-known. He's a big name. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. So yeah. Continue. He, anyway. he he managed Seattle, and then he went. Anyways, um, if you could go back in time, Lupinella, Lupinella, <laughs> who would you like? I I would probably rather see Montoya be the. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We definitely hired the most boring fucking candidate that we could in Kevin Cash. That dude has. Zero personality. It's, he does it's so bad. Dude. His but interviews you, are terrible. Yeah, you know, the other like, thing is, is like uh, the the Yankees just just got rid of Girardi. The Red Sox got rid of uh, um, Mattingly. Ma- not Mattingly, but the whoever. What his name is? Mattingly. No, oh, Re- Red Sox. Yeah, John Farrell. Farrell yeah, like Farrell and Girardi are out after they went to like Boston. I guess I understand. The Yankees went to Game Seven of yeah, the ALCS in a rebuilding year. Yeah, and they fired Girardi. Yes. Why? Would, why? That makes that. I guess maybe he soured with ownership or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, he's gonna. I'm sure he'll I go. I think on the Rays should have... fire Kevin Cash and hire Dan Girardi. Did I just say that? Or Joe not, Girardi, not Dan Girardi. Not. <laughs> why? Why the fuck not? There was a picture. I forget who that guy's name was, but it was something, something. Some, it was first name, last if name. If Joe Madden definitely. wanted to come he back. He definitely had a first name, definitely had a last name. If Joe Madden wanted to come back. 100%. Welcome back, Joe. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Thanks, we're doing thanks, Mrs. Chair. What? Like, oh, yeah. Spaghetti? Where are the snakes? Where are the snakes, Joe? Let me get the shirt with the little glasses on him again. Dude, yeah. I love Ooh, the penguins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what kind of car did you buy for your wife? Oh, 67 that. Oh, great. Awesome. So, uh, the... This 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 stadium thing just got a, got a lot more interesting this week. Oh my god! Hold on one second. What do you want to know? Who the Bolt Social Captain is? Who? One of the members of We the Kings. 
Oh, nice. You're saying the Rays World Series. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly who way the Kings are. Like Check the, back Tampa Yeah. <laughs> Check yes, Tampa Bay. Uh, Rays are going to destroy the Phillies. And then they didn't. Damn it. it <laughs> I still, aren't you glad that pain is on our side? Every once in a while. like I, I, uh, There was a, there was a, there was a time in my life from, from 2007 to like 2009 where I bought all my music from iTunes. Like I, I was, I was iTunes guy and I'd buy it for 99 cents. Now I'm download off, download the entire album off the internet guy and, and just, you know, pick right. the songs that I want. Right. But, uh, occasionally like w- with Apple's new updates, there's no way to get these fucking songs off my phone anymore. Like <laughs> I, I used to be able to uncheck them. And, like, I don't want to hear them anymore. But now they've like, there's Hey, remember when you bought this song? Like Actually, here, we're going to give you more songs yeah. that you don't want. Like, like I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> but anyways, two of the songs that I bought were those Ray's songs. Like the, uh, like where it was like, uh, was it feel the heat? Right. Like I got that yeah. one on my phone. And I got the uh, uh, where it was like bam, 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 bam. Not that no, not boneless, but yeah. the oh, it was uh, the other the other song that did. Here, here come the rays. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I got those two on my phone. That's, Jesus Christ! So I just realized that we haven't even mentioned the stadium thing. Oh, you were going to? Yeah, we're get, we're yeah. getting to that. Yeah. Uh, because the, I mean, the, one of the number one topics on this podcast, Don Wakamatsu. That's who it that's was. Okay, it was. yeah, sure. So <laughs> that's a made-up name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Rays just started inserting pictures of random people into like their like these guys are totally interested. Like, speaking of which, I every time the lightning does their uh, strike first, what is it called? The, uh, the lightning lightning strikes. strikes thing. I always like to tweet like just a just, like. Uh, Jeffrey, the left-handed kid, McGillicuddy, like <laughs> hashtag lightning strikes. Did you see that tweet about like your barstool name is the most frat boy name you could think of in your favorite cut of meat? So like mine was like Landon Filet. So mine would be Chad, uh, uh, Chad Loin. Yeah. <laughs> That's your barstool yeah. sports employed. <laughs> Chad Loin. <laughs> it works so well. God damn. I I don't I don't get Barstool. I don't either. I don't get the appeal of it at all. It's like a bro. It's just it's a bro. It's a, it's it's a, bro, a bro, hey bro, bro. Bro sports. Yeah. Bro, yeah, man. We're gonna beer pong it and bro it. Bro it up. Where are the tits, bro? <laughs> I saw this I saw this this gif on Reddit where it's like it's this guy and they, he's got like uh uh red solo cup stacked in like a pyramid and mm-hmm. he's like just making like uh ping pong balls in them like easy and and the first comment was like oh my god uh for sure business major at university of, <laughs> you know, like for sure that's what he is <laughs> he's a business major at this university because yeah like, because it's yeah total bro or marketing business or marketing major their show got canceled after one episode of an ESPN ha huh. There's one it, thing, I don't think it was because of ratings. I just think like ESPN was like, wait, we wanted Barstool, but not the riffraff that comes with Barstool. Exactly. And they got the riffraff that comes with Barstool. If there's one thing <laughs> I love seeing more than Barstool fail, it's seeing ESPN fail. Yeah. So both of them was like, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. Uh, so a bunch, of, a bunch of rich white guys got together, bought a swath of land in Ybor City, and apparently they're calling that the new race site. Boom. There's your race news. <laughs> <laughs> 
They, they that press release made it this was made it seem like it was official. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. Because it came out when it came out it was like Rays found their new stadium site. What holy shit? What? I was like, yeah, I, I didn't even like, know this was a fuck? thing that was happening soon. Yeah, like I was like oh, awesome, great. Uh, Ybor City, here we go. Uh, and then Shadow of the Stadium was like, wait, wait a fucking second. <laughs> well, that's Shadow of the Stadium, but Brian Ald, the president of the Rays, and the Rays himself are like, well, we're still kind of, I mean. What do you think of that spot? Oh, let's look at the spot. Now, let's see, I haven't, I, I've looked at the spot. Hold on a second. Give me uh, Rays, Ybor City. I've, Steven Samkos one timer on the power play. 2-1? Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Nice. Another assist from from Kucherov. God damn it. Uh, I need to. Okay. So. Okay. But perfect. This is what I want to see. Oh, no. Wait. This is what I want to see. It's on the it's on the corner of Adamo Drive and Channelside Drive. So hold on a second. Adamo Drive. And Channelside Drive. I want to look at this on Google Maps because I haven't done this yet. I've seen like the close up, but I'm a I've got good Google Map foo and I, I like I uh, okay yeah okay perfect. This is what so th- we've I've talked about it being here many a times and and mm-hmm. again to bring up Steve Ybor has been brought up a lot. Steve yeah. Dumeg constantly harps on on Ybor so that that's that's where it's going to be. And every I don't know if you recall, but I've 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 brought many people into this map, and I've we've looked at this before, right? Right. And I've always said like this little part by the Channel District, right, right on the other, right on the uh, south side of the Selma Expressway. I thought that's where it was going to be. Well, now it's just on the north side of the Selma Expressway. Uh, you could. You could walk to Emily from there. I, for, I think it's, it's definitely in the heart of Tampa. Yeah, like that's like that's the whole thing about everybody's like, no, this needs to be in Tampa. Well, there you go. It's in Tampa. That's for sure. Ebor's as Tampa as it gets. Yeah. So. You could walk to Emily Arena. You could take a quick Uber ride or a bus ride or whatever to Raymond James Stadium. It is not far at all. Uh, you have it in like you have it them all within maybe a mile, two mile radius. Yep. Um, Ebor's already got the built-in like restaurants and bars for for during the games and yep. after the games. There's plenty to do around that stadium. Uh, there's there not only that, but you have you know kind of Vinick Vinickville coming up. You have there's so much to do around that area. Uh, not a lot of places to park, mind you. <laughs> but well, they're definitely going to have to buy land and make parking lots too. Like that's the the obviously. Um, but here's the thing: it's there's the, 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 this isn't set in stone because all this is is uh, 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 Tampa. Uh, he's he's a Tampa Bay council member, Ken Hagen. He he him and a bunch of other guys kind of got together uh, and put put a group together to buy this land, and I guess it's good for the next six months. Uh, like they own it, like they, something has to start happening there in the next six months or right, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, or the Rays have to like make the deal. Rays have to make the decision, and then you got to go finance it. Which is the f- this is the thing here be- because uh, let's say I see I, I originally thought that the Rays had, had picked this and this is what it was, but it turns out somebody just bought it and they they're offering it up to the Rays, and, which is a great area. Great, I mean, it meets all the requirements. Um, but let's say that the Rays do decide to c- come here. This is the spot that they pick. Boom, there you go. Um, then th- th- it's kind of like you're you're moving into the eye of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. You've just gotten through the first half of the hurricane. 
Now you're getting into the second half of the hurricane. Yeah, I feel like this is the easy part. Yeah, which they say always that the other side of the hurricane is the hardest part. The other yeah. side of the eye wall, that's the hardest part of the hurricane. That's kind of is it is going to be the hardest I part. I just think that I don't okay, I'm not calling like Tampa fans stupid in any way, but no. I feel like any fan base ever is just thinks this just happens. Like boom. All right, Rays are going to build a new stadium. It's happening. Like no. Like there's a lot of shit that has to happen within the city. Yeah. And we have to figure out how this thing is going to be funded and all the logistics of putting something like that in a pretty populated dense area. Like this isn't just in the middle of a field somewhere. Like they're they're going to have to buy people out and knock down houses and all kinds of other stuff. Like this is a big project. And it's not just going to happen overnight. But did we maybe take a step towards it? I, what do you think, Kyle? Do you think this is like a, a good step, or you just think this is just another report that's not going to go? Uh, it depends. Because there's been things like this before, hasn't there? Like, okay, um, like the, there's there's this group that thinks that the, the you yeah. know, that has land that they want the race to pick. Like, I, I don't know necessarily about the, this whole group thing. I, I'm not sure, but I know that you know we've gotten close before and, and, it, and it failed. So I, I what I what I would expect to happen, and I think the Rays know this. I think I think anybody with some goddamn sense knows it. Like, of course, Noah Prince gets shot out of the stadium. He's not going to say it because he's a reporter and he's doing his job. Um, but I think this is this is this is where the Rays want to be. How does it get more perfect than this spot? I mean, this is this meets every possible re- requirement as far as okay, they're right by the Selman Expressway, they're right by I two seventy five, they're right by Amelie Arena, they're in Ybor City. Like there's there you have history there. Like the Bro Bowl was 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 miles away from there. It is the historic district. You know, you've got plenty of bars, restaurants, every like, like, like there's everything around it. I mean, there's no excuses anymore. And it's it's in the heart of Tampa. It's not too far from St. Pete. It's not too far from Clearwater. It's not too far from Oldsmar or, or Land of Lakes, whatever. Uh, you know, I think you're going to see this happen. Like the Rays picked this site, but again, like it's 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 like they've already said. I think I think Ken Hagen himself, or maybe somebody maybe somebody said. You know, there's no, there's not going to be another sweetheart Raymond James Stadium deal where they, you know, they just they, they take a bunch of money out of the hotel tax bed and and and, and the, the sports ta- like that's not going to happen. The Rays are going to have to pony up some 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 amount of money, and then the city's going to have to propose some kind of either something. You know, we'll take it out of this tax, that tax. I don't know. I don't know. But I have a question. Yeah. What's going to happen here in St. Pete? How are the Rays going to get out from underneath this lease thing with? Tropicana. If They've they already do. done it. So I believe that uh, Tropicana, once they get out of this, once they're out of this um, lease, uh, I think Mayor Rick Kreisman made it so that they still, they will still maintain a percentage of the development that happens on this site up until that use agreement expires in 2027. So uh, let's say that the Rays move in the next three years. Like, uh, let's say that. Let's just say best case scenario tomorrow, Brian Ald comes out and says, "Yep, that's our spot. Cool. Uh, you know, by by mid 2018, the funding is secured. Okay, okay, we're raising taxes on this, or we're doing this to do like funding. We build the stadium, and we're in there by 2020. 
So you have another six years of of Tropicana Field. So you demolish that in the first year, then 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 the city of St. Pete builds it up with whatever, uh, be it condos or or uh, another Baywalk or whatever. They're gonna they're gonna develop that up for sure because it's great land and and St. Pete's on the rise, barring a recession. Yeah. Um, the Rays will still profit off of that until until 2026. So they got another six years of profits to make off of that land site. So I believe the city of St. Pete either is going to pay them. I, I'm not sh- quite sure how that works, but I know that the Rays still stand a profit. And then after that, it's, it's done and over with. Um, now, here's the real question. How are you going to react when that when if this goes down, uh, it sucks, man. It needs it needs this. Uh, I, this is what it's. I mean, be. I think you understand that this needs to happen. Yeah, of for course. the future of the team and stuff like that. I don't. They think it, need to move to Tampa. It, I don't think it works in St. Pete. I think when you look at the the Tampa Bay area as a whole, I think I love St. Pete and I love Tampa. I have nothing against Tampa at all. I love Tampa, so. Um, I'm happy to see them go to Tampa. And I, I love Tampa as a city. Um, you know, I wish they could have stayed here, but they can't. We just St. Pete can't do it. We, you need you need both. And and St. Pete St. Uh, St. Petersburg fans are we're used to going over to Tampa. I mean, we're not lazy like you guys. We we actually fucking cross the bridge and. <laughs> hey, I do it every fucking week to come do this podcast. I know. So. No, fucking with you. No, but it's but seriously, like it's. I think it's. You know, uh, I think St. Pete people are more kind of conditioned across the bridge. You know, having to go to Bucks games and go to Lightning games and everything like that. And so, you don't think that it would sour the team for St. Pete if they move from St. Pete? It certainly won't for for me. I know it, will make, it might for some people, but I, I don't like we weren't good enough for you. Yeah, I don't buy into that. I think I don't think I don't think you can say that. No, like, we're one big family here. I don't I, think you can think that for the reason that. Well, if you were good, I'm not. I'm just gonna come out like a jackass. But if you were good enough, like we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? If the attendance was good here and stuff like that, like they'd probably just be looking to maybe build a stadium here somewhere, or whatever. You know, it's it's uh, now look. Of course, when the stadium is first built, it's gonna fill up and stuff like that, and people will go, "Hey, you know, the attendance is better." Long-term sustainability, I think, comes down to one key factor, and that's if the team on the field is good. Um, which, because I don't think you're going to get like a San Francisco Giants situation. It's or not going to matter. Yeah, it's not going to matter. You know, it's it, 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 <laughs> once they build the stadium. It's I mean, it's they're they're, they're there. We're here. Yeah, it's a race. It's, it's like the Marlins. Tampa Bay race yeah. forever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, we'll, we'll get fucked. I'm sure in some some capacity. In like an idiot, I'll still support them. But yeah, um, I I would hope that that once you because they're gonna have a big. Of course, they're gonna have a big boost in the first three years. There. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, everybody's gonna want to go to the stadium. It's a brand new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. You would one would hope that they spend the money that corresponds with that. And maybe get maybe get some players in here. That's and, a question too that I think Shadow Stadium's addressed is if the payroll is gonna go up if they get it if they get their stadium. It's fucking better. Payroll, you know, you 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 finally got everything you needed. Hopefully, it'll be a, a smaller stadium, maybe like a maybe like a twenty five thousand seat stadium, something like that. I wish they would go modest with it. They're not going to. They need to because they're going to try to rake the city over the coals for uh, it, or rake rake the tax. They're, I mean, 
Thirty thousand max. I don't want a Marlins situation where we have this gigantic high tech stadium that nobody's in ever. Well, it doesn't feel like a baseball stadium. You're not going to get that because the the that I don't think that there there's not a lot of money available to the Rays, so it's going to be. It wasn't for the Marlins either. That stadium was funded on fucking hopes fuck. and dreams. <laughs> I mean, there was some shady shit that went into the building that thing. I I think you got to have. Uh, some kind of a, if not a retractable roof, then some sort of solution for the sunlight. Uh, shade. I mean, shade, shade something, yeah. something, because it's, it's like, Hot. dude, it's brutal. Yeah. You're Hot. talking in the middle of, of summer, Florida. It's fucking brutal. There's no way. Texas doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hold a, well, maybe Texas. Texas wants a new stadium, by the way. But that stadium is beautiful. What are they, crazy? Arlington? They want to get They hate it. Oh, they think it's too you. hot. Well, maybe. Uh, yeah. It is probably, dude. I, I love Minute Maid Park, and I, I I can't wait to fucking see. Or I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to fucking see the uh, the crowd during the, the World Series. Just Minute Maid Park. I love Minute Maid Park. My my the train and all. That yeah, shit. my background of my of uh, of my computer. Let me see if I can show this to you. Uh, how do I do this? How do I work this technology? Oh, these goddamn kids and their fucking music. Yeah, background on one of my computers. See, that's like that's Minute Maid Field. You see, like the um, with the little thing up there. I just, yeah, I love that stadium. So I don't know what I mean. I need. We need something like that. Yeah, I, I don't want some like eyesore, gigantic Jerry World style thing. Like I, I just want like a nice. I don't want to say. I I guess traditional looking, but. Of course, I wanted to have the amenities and the nice stuff and all that, but I don't want it to look like a nightclub is what right. I'm trying to say. I want it to still feel like a baseball stadium and not like a because I've said this before. Like, I think when you go to a Marlins game, it's like it's almost like a party with the game in the background kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just I want the game to be the, the forefront. Like, take a look at like PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Like, that's a beautiful baseball stadium. Like it feels like a baseball stadium, like it's not, I like uh, you get what I'm saying. Like it's not just like some high tech. Like look at all the technology we have. Like yeah, that's nice, but now I feel like I'm at like Best Buy or something like that. <laughs> I think what they should do is they should do a, a sort of sort of a stadium that looks like uh, like Al Lang or like the uh, the Charlotte Stonecrab Stadium or uh, whatever that is. Like make it look like a giant minor league park mm-hmm. because. You, Florida has such is steeped in such tradition, like minor league tradition. You have, you have George Steinbrenner Field, which is which is just uh, you know a few miles away, and and model it after those kind of where you have like you have the the round there around around the the baselines, and you kind of have maybe put a little bit of grass out there for like sitting, laying, and, yeah. and like but you know you have your you you'll still have your outfield stands. Yeah, you have that sort of sunshade that goes up over the like the home, uh, um, you know, the home plate area, but then make put put maybe some kind of a shade or some kind of roof system. I don't know. I say like model it after like a, a, a make it a giant minor league stadium. My That's only problem with this location is the stuff that's around it. Isn't exactly pretty. No. <laughs> like it's that ugly it's ass. It's kind of a bad it's that ugly ass shipyard. Oh, like it's, it's a, a little rough. It's that ugly ass shipyard where they they work on like the tugboats and the freighters and stuff like that. 
and then it's the Selman Expressway. And that's it. And that's pretty much it. Like other than that, it's a bunch of like abandoned factories and stuff like that. Well, one would it's think it's definitely not the nicest part of the city, is what I'm trying. To one say. would think, Anthony. Let me let me just break out my little pen here and just show you. So we're talking about, and I'm and I'm, I'm going from the you know, Summit Expressway. Okay, you got Adamo Drive, 17th. You go up to blah blah blah. So it's it's going to be here, right? Mm-hmm. So one would think that you would have the uh, outfield. So here's home plate would be, you'd have your back to Club Piranha, yeah, if you're yeah. if you're if you're batting or you know you yeah. you, you know yeah you, you the home plate would 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 point back towards the main strip, the Seventh Avenue of Ybor, with, you know your outfield pointing towards downtown Locking Tampa, the ugly ass port, right? Yeah. But you you'd have the Tampa skyline in the outfield. That right. would, maybe Facing I don't know. Could, wait, hold on. Let's see. Let's go. Let's street view this motherfucker. Can we see? I don't even know what's around that. Can we see any Ikea's Tampa skyline? If we, if we look back, hey, look this what's way. there right now. Like nothing. Warehouses and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. We're we're down here in the we're down in the streets, you guys. Down the fucking streets of of Ybor City. This is so weird to me how you can you can just do this. Yeah, just no. walk around on the computer. <laughs> so it'd be like right here. So like you could, yeah. Actually, it would be hard to make out the Tampa skyline between the the Selman Expressway. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You could do it though. It's not a it's not a terrible area. And I love you got you're you're by some of the. Uh, some of the best bars in Ybor. It's not a terrible area in terms of getting to the game. I like the Boneyard. Club Sky, uh, not, not my scene, to, to say the least. Um, <laughs> game time. <laughs> yeah, that used to be uh, what game was works. Game works, yeah. yeah. Let's put Dave and Buster's in there. I remember going there as a kid with my dad and him being like, just don't, like we'd go there at night, which was an awful idea because Ybor at night is, is not a place for kids. But no. Game Works was a place for kids. But like walking there was just, my dad was like just like holding me as close as possible. <laughs> like, oh man, see, they need to put it on the other side. That's where the like the castle is in Central Ybor, Columbia. Yeah, I, I like Ybor City though. Do you know about the guy in Ybor that's licking shoes? Yeah, that's the. Uh, I don't know. That's is that the? I don't know if it's the governor, but yeah, there's the castle, dude. Castle's uh, castle's fucking crazy. If you ever been there before. <laughs> It's uh, it's not like anything you ever been to, but it's I love I love the castle. Uh, okay. Ybor City, hopefully it happens. Ybor City Rays. Yep. Good Cuban sandwiches. Oh yeah, you know. Go to Columbia after. For, for as much as for as much as they show people rolling. <laughs> sure enough, if any any nationally televised Tampa game, someone's rolling a cigar. <laughs> at oh, some you point, know, they're coming back have from a commercial deal or something where like after games, like Longoria has to smoke a cigar while giving the interview. Like, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like. <laughs> Okay. Oh you, yeah, the commercials the, on like Sun Sports. When you come back like from that. commercial, like especially national. Well, if it's a nationally televised game, it's always like okay, you see the uh, the Bank of America <laughs> tower, <laughs> like they, or the tower that lights up the uh, like the, the, the bolts. Yeah, the SunTrust building. It's all you always see the SunTrust building. You used to always see the pier, like they put like oh here, same, pier, same pier. footage from like two thousand eight. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then it would be like some guy rolling cigars up, and then it'd be like a trolley. My favorite, my a, favorite a shot of like a boat. Yeah, <laughs> boat yeah, out boat, in the water. Yeah. My favorite is when they try to play it off as like that was today, 
And yeah. Like, motherfuckers, it rained all day. <laughs> like, <it's, it's>, yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, they, they got their guys out there shooting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's stock footage from, like, the playoffs from, like, four years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, send the uh, send the B squad to get pickup shots. No, fuck you. Like, let's just go on uh, Shutterfly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even Tampa. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like uh, it's like Hawaii, like yeah, on the yeah. other side of the world. Welcome to beautiful uh, 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 Tampa. Yeah, ignore the uh, hula girls and giant waves. <laughs> I wonder what they do. Do you think they put a rowdy stadium where the Tropicana Field went? That's Ma- Major League thought. Soccer Stadium. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe this is like a. Maybe deep- if they get that MLS bid. Yeah. I'd, I'd, that's a, I'd take that. I'd, I'd, I'd get rid of baseball to, to gain soccer. They have a great support here in St. Pete. Strangely enough. It's you, know, you know what we do? You know what we do? We what put do? another baseball team here. Yeah. In the St. Pete. Pete. We'll bring the back Saint the St. Pete Pelicans, baby. Exactly. <laughs> or the Smokers. I think they're called the Cigar Smokers. And then we have a, what What would it be? The Howard Franken rivalry? Yeah. The Gandy rivalry. Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. war... The, the war, war on, on Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trump's got to go, man. I'm sorry. It, it, yeah, it's. I mean, I love St. Pete, but this 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 piece of shit has to go. They're gonna buy Kyle out. Yeah, yeah, buy me out, please. That'd be great. <laughs> even though Fuck, he's, even though he's a renting here. <laughs> they, if they, yeah, no, we need more land. <laughs> yeah, <it's good. laughs> we're gonna, we're build, gonna a, build two trops. Multi sport complex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundred thousand seat stadium. What are you fucking crazy? Those plans are always the craziest to me. Is when a city builds a stadium and they don't have a team yet. Like uh, they're still trying to like we have the stadium. Like they're trying to make a bid for a team, and the city's like, "What the fuck well, are we doing? Look like, how it worked out." Yeah, <laughs> you get stuck with the fucking Tropicana Field where you're like you're digging things off the catwalks, and <laughs> you're like, "Fuck! Why did we do this? <laughs> this is terrible, terrible idea." Why are we here? <laughs> God. All right, cool. That's the show. Let's uh, let's make some bold predictions. Uh, Alex Cobb, perfect game. Alex Cobb, perfect game. Mike Glennon throws for six touchdowns. What? I don't know. My dog really wants to see The how. Rays have a stadium built by the time we reconvene next week. Is this? Oh, wow. It's <laughs> Is it still 2-1 Lightning? Yep. All right, cool. With three minutes to go. Oh, shit. Balls. All right, let's go Lightning. See you guys. That was Word of the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Anthony. Goodbye. Goodbye.